It was really weird. I mean, she was just, <laughs> I was like, okay, are you corralling me? Where are you taking me? And then it was almost like a, okay, where do I find an opening? What, so she was like I a dog? Like, opening. To, like, uh, yeah, it was like it was getting like yeah. closer and closer. And then, and then she was saying something, but I couldn't understand what it was. I don't know. But the whole time, just smoking the cigarette and just like walking like closer. And like, she came out of nowhere. I have no idea where she was. <laughs> like, it was dark outside. It was five something in the morning. That sounds a little terrifying. And just out of nowhere, I'm like, oh my God, I'm trapped. I think I can escape, but I'm trapped. I didn't know what to do. Oh my God. I'll explain it. All right. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Stillen. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we're live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. Thank you for finding us. We have so much to talk about oh, today, so but many I want to say a special thank you to everyone out there who goes to funemploymentradio.com and clicks on the Audible link, number one. Oh, God. But uh, thank you for the book recommendation that I got. What because book you? I actually did uh, download the book um, that was recommended to me on Twitter and because I had asked for some recommendations. And so now I am listening to We Are Legion. Wow. And then what is it? What is We it Are about? Bob. We Are Legion, We Are Bob? Yeah. Okay, so here's the thing. This book has always turned me off because it's called, like, The Bobaverse Volume 1. And I'm like, okay, that's too cheesy even for me. Like, I can't, I can't do that. What's the Bobaverse? Until I started listening, which it, it took me a while to get into it. And All right, now it's I'm like highly curious. rated on Audible, and I've been, it's been recommended to me, but I couldn't get over the name. Like, into the Bobaverse, I'm like, no, no, I can't do that. Um, like, I have some kind of standard or something. So, yeah, I know. I know, right? All right, sure. Yeah. Uh, so I finally, finally got it, and I started listening to it, and I'm about, I don't know, an hour and a half into it right now, and it's it's so, really good. Essentially, Are what it is. Are you into the Bobaverse right now? I am, and I want. I feel like I need to give an explanation for anybody out there who has had the same feeling as me. They're like, "No, I can't do that." And, and just like, not a spoiler, but a basic explanation. So essentially, it takes place. It starts off in like slightly future times, not very far in, in the future. Like maybe we'll say like twenty years from now. All right. And it's when you can cryogenically. I guess you could do that now. Cryogenically freeze your head. So this guy. Makes a lot of money. He sells a business, and and he has his head frozen just for you know. He's like, oh, I'm gonna have my head frozen when I die, you know, just to see. Why not? You know, he doesn't believe in a lot of things. He's like, yeah, sure, I'll do it. Shortcut. I mean, this is not spoiling. He dies. He wakes up a um, hundred and some years in the future, where he's been revived. But here's the key, and this is the only thing I'm gonna say. This is not really a spoiler because this is in the thing of the book. He's brought back at a time when. They don't have the technology to bring somebody back as a human, but they can upload everything into, like, an artificial intelligence. They can make a copy of your entire life. Oh, my God. So he wakes up, and he's a machine. And there's all kinds of other things that go on with it, but he's a machine, and what they're doing is these companies are taking them and making them, like, basically their artificial intelligence because it's cheaper just to upload. They have the technology to just upload somebody's psyche. And then if they don't adapt to it, they just shut them off. That sounds like a book that you would love. I do like it. Oh, my God. It's pretty good. It's funny. That sounds funny. like everything that you like, like uh, space, time travel, oh, robots. Don't even get me started on the space part. I haven't got there yet. Uh, oh, it's going to be pretty good. Oh, boy. All right. Um, Courtney is saying this sounds like Greg's worst nightmare. Yeah. There's parts of it where I'm like, oh, my God, that sounds terrible. 
Because in the mind, like, oh, God, you, know, you just wake up. It. You just wake up and you're like, oh, shit, I'm a machine? Damn it. And so it's, you know, but you don't have... You've really given this some thought. It's pretty good. Would you freeze your head if you if someone offered to do it for free? That's a good question. Um, I don't think I would. Although, if I really gave it some thought, I might. I think you'd freeze your head. You think so? But then imagine that, like waking my up, head. like you wake up and say it's like four hundred years from now. So everybody you know is gone, like all that's gone. But you get to see what it's like four hundred years from now. And the, that's the risk that you take. Is it going to be a good wake up or is it going to be a bad wake up? Oh, it's going to be a terrible wake up. Well, maybe. Maybe maybe it will be. Maybe you'll be woken up and st- you'll just be serving one purpose for somebody. You know, or your... Oh, Greg? Well, that's kind of what... I mean, because they can what use it for whatever... that happens in the verse? Well, they can use it for whatever they want. You're a tool. Because you don't know what kind of... How society is going to change at that point. But, on the other hand, you could wake up and you get to go explore the universe or something because you can because you you've been woken up 400 years from now like would you want to do it no 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 I you wouldn't want to go see another planet mm. like you get to I mean imagine that like imagine interstellar travels there you know 400 years from now so you could go to another star or something mm, I'm good really yeah. you wouldn't want to see it not re- not particularly no, I wouldn't want to wake up 400 years in the future after everyone I know and love is dead and I am on a weird planet. That sounds sucky. Well, yeah, and that's, it could be. <laughs> but you get to see another planet. I mean, that'd be so, cool. It's like, Imagine cool, you get to see, like, I'm all aliens alone or and there's a planet. Like there's aliens around or something. That, why would I be excited about aliens? That'd probably be terrifying. Mm. Vicky's asking, are my thoughts and feelings still intact? Yes. Yes. Imagine if they were still intact. Like you have every memory... Of everything. Like, all that's there. Um, yeah, sure, stranded in Bakersfield. I'm taking a look at our live chat, funemploymentradio.com slash live. It says, uh, you wake up and find yourself on the event horizon. Yeah, that would kind of suck. Yeah. I mean, it's a gamble. It's it's a huge gamble. I mean, look at how much time has changed in, like, the past 100 years. Imagine yeah. 400 years. Yeah. Or even mm. just 100 years, how different it's going to be. Yeah. Because you never know what's going to happen. Um, Keelan says, I would do this in a heartbeat. Star pilot wants to go. Well, of course the star pilot <laughs> wants to go. <laughs> um, yeah, I. It would be a tough decision for me on whether or not to do it. You would absolutely do it. I mean, I suppose that's something I should decide on. Should I be cryogenically frozen or not? Is it just your head? Yeah, because the body's kind of pointless at that point. Because the theory is, and this is why people do it now. I mean, you could have yourself cryogenically frozen. Because isn't Ted? Yeah, didn't Walt Disney do, do that? Uh, I don't know if that's that, a rumor. Is that, a, is that, is that an, an urban, urban le- legend? I don't know. You should look that up. Okay. Same thing with Those Ted. Are Walt Disney's frozen head. Walt that's Disney it, and Ted Williams, too. I thought Ted Williams was, but then didn't they take his head out or something? Yeah, the third thing that pulls up, it's like, Walt, Walt Disney World. Walt Disney, frozen. <laughs> that's the second thing that comes up. Yeah, is it taken? And then Ted Williams. I thought Ted Williams had his head frozen, too. Um, yeah, the theory is they freeze your head, and then they wake you up sometime in the future you know, whatever that is, where they can solve your, uh, they can reattach you to something, to like a bionic body or something like that. Like that's the, that's the idea, I believe, of having your head cryogenically frozen. <laughs> All right. So I'm looking at Snopes right now and it is a rumor that everyone believes, but it looks like it's not true. 
but it's like one of the biggest urban legends. Like we all heard, like we grew up in different places, and yeah. we all heard that. Oh yeah, the Walt Disney has his head. Yeah, in the decade since Walt Disney's death, the claim had, that he arranged for his body to be frozen has become um, ubiquitous. Neither everyone familiar with the name Walt Disney has heard the story of his corpse <laughs> stored in a deep freeze chamber. Uh, some say it's directly under the Pirates of the Caribbean. That <laughs> <laughs> he was buried under. That there. just kind of seems silly. Uh, awaiting the day when science could repair the damage to his body and bring him back to life. Doesn't I mean, look like he was frozen. People do do that, though. You can get cryogenically frozen, can you not? I mean, that's not a that's not a myth. Yeah, you can I don't do it. know. You can do it. I just don't know how much it is. How much does it cost to be cryogenically freeze yourself? Let's just do this in real time. Now I want to know uh, the. It can be as much as two hundred thousand dollars for the whole body, or eighty thousand dollars for just the head. Jesus. And then, uh, and then, so you're um, paying eighty thousand dollars for someone to lop up your head and like. Yeah, in keep, freezer? It, keep it frozen. But then you have to set up like a fund, like some kind of bank account with enough to, to pay To freeze it, your head? To pay for the upkeep. So you always have to have money going. See, that kind of seems like, all right. So say, for example, there's somebody right now who's freezing people's heads. Yeah, this there is. This is not at all what we were talking about, by the way. No, we're going to get show. into the other stuff, but <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so how do you know that somebody, like in uh, Demolition Man, like, how do you know that somebody, like, is he just going to pass it down to his children? Like, are they going to continue to, like, freeze your head over the years? Well, no, they don't. Ha- no, you set. You have to have enough money. you got to be rich, number one. You have to have a bank account that makes enough money to, like, I don't know, maybe the interest pays for the upkeep. So they always get like the Like, do you check. prepay for, like, 100 years in advance? I think you set it up so, in theory, you can pay for however long it takes. But there's no guarantee that the company won't go out of business. Well, there's not. Like, what happens to your head if there's like, oh, nope, sorry, and then they just throw your head into the dumpster? Good question. And we are legion, they address this. Um, Yeah, uh, that's a good question. I mean, that's the risk you take, I guess. That seems pretty risky. I mean, it's completely out of your hands. Yeah. You know, it's a rich person's thing. You want to live, you know, somebody wants to live forever. It's a rich person's eccentricity. Yeah. Yeah, where they have that much extra money and they want to live forever. Also, I don't know what is happening with that train horn, but it's been going for like yeah, 10 Yeah, if, if you can hear the train in the background. It is just normally, going to town out there. I don't normally know. it's not that loud here, so. I, no, this guy is just laying on it. Yeah, I'm not really sure. It's a, yeah, he's really going to town mm. with the train horn. <laughs> anyway, um, that's that's just, that's kind of what, uh, what I thought. Okay, Mr. Denki is saying, weren't some frozen people in Arizona melting a few years ago Ew. or something? Didn't pay the bill. I don't know. I mean, the thing is, if you didn't, yeah, then you're you're no good anymore. Then you're just a... Yes, you better hope that they resurrect you before you run out of money and they start thawing you. Well, and that's what I've said. In theory, <laughs> you should never run out of money because you're so rich, it, the interest pays for it, is how I'm guessing that works. Hmm. Like, you know... I wonder how long the... Um, or the maybe there is a term limit. You can be like, I'm paying for 100 years. After that, throw me out. Yeah. <laughs> throw me in the dumpster. Yeah. I wonder how old the oldest frozen head is right now. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like this is a whole investigative episode I that we could do. I kind of want to find out more about frozen heads. No, well, maybe we'll do an episode because on that. Because also, like, why would why would you keep a head? Like, I, I don't know. Why would like you the keep head a frozen is, head? Yeah, why would you keep a head? Like, that's it's not really functional without anything else. Well, that's the, the whole idea is that in the future, they'll have solved those kinds of issues. You would have, like, a bionic body or maybe they grow you a new body or something. Or they do a head transplant. I'm so frustrated you're with me just at a basic question. Like a head transplant onto somebody <laughs> a else. A head transplant. That's something that they, didn't they just have in a successful head transplant? Oh, Greg. Ugh. I don't think you can have a head transplant. Yes, you can. 
Yes, you can. They that, did a head transplant. Nonsense. I am not talking nonsense. <laughs> so someone's head, like clear, just yeah. separated from their body. Yes. And then put onto a different body. Yes. You know, a head can't survive without the rest of the body. That's where you reattach it. <laughs> uh So, and, and there was one that happened, and this was there was in, no so there was no head transplant. It's in November. There was. At least they claimed. Somebody claimed. Exactly. Yeah, they claimed to have done it. Yeah. World's first human head transplant a success? Okay, maybe it was in 2017. All right, don't read it. Read it to the class. I'm just telling you. Yeah, I can tell from the way you're looking at it. It's like some garbage article. It's not a garbage article. (laughs) It totally is. There's just various claims. Well, they'll be able to do that at some point. Absolutely. That makes no sense. How does it not make any sense? What is because if your body's not living, you can't just take the head off and like plunk it on something else. Yeah, you can't. Well, I mean, no, in you theory, can't. you could. You, it's just all the reattachments you have to make. It's too much for us right now. But, I mean, in theory, you're just – I mean, we all have the same things. It's the same you – know, we've got veins that go down. we got, you know, different connections that have to be made. In theory, if you could do – if you could make those connections, then, yeah, you could. Okay. If you could keep everything alive in the process. It's obviously a very complicated procedure. Yes. I'm, anyway. I'm glad that you told me. Thanks for the recommendation to whoever <laughs> sent that in. All right. Back to what I was talking about at the beginning of the show. So, you know, for those of you that, of course, probably most people who listen to the show know that I also work at Digital Trends and I host Digital Trends Live every, every morning, 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern. And to do that, to host a one-hour live show like that, I have to go in very early. So... I'm usually up by like 4.30 in the morning every day, um, which God, whatever. it's early. It is very early. It, it's, it's pretty it, – and I know there's other people that have to get up that early too. And or maybe somebody has to get up at 4 and be like, ah, you should try it at 4. But, well, yeah, that sucks too. <laughs> Not a competition. It's, it's very early. Um, but this morning, you know, especially with – in Portland, there was this threat of snow. And there's still a threat of snow that might happen. I think it's supposed happen. to be this afternoon, right? And that's what they're saying now. They said it was last night. And then I was saying this afternoon it might happen. Now it might be like eight hours of snow. In, in the city of Portland, like a, a quarter inch of snow can shut this city down. Um, so, Oh, yeah. No joke. Yeah, and it's no joke. And in all honesty, my vehicle that I have does kind of suck in the snow. Um, it's, it's just not – my truck is not good in it. Um, and I don't have – I didn't put on my spiked tires because I thought we were going to avoid anything like this this year. Whoops. So out of worrying about that, I didn't drive downtown. I went and parked here at our studio, and then I took a bus down. So, But I'm riding the bus at, I believe I got, I was waiting for the bus. It was supposed to come at 5.30 this morning. Yeah. And yeah, I know. Because I had to get, you know, extra early. So I'm waiting for this bus at 5.30, and um, it's pitch black in this city and the city is pretty quiet even at that time a day it's pretty quiet especially walking down the back streets that i had to walk you know at like leaving at like 5 20 even just walking over there it's kind of creepy it's yeah. kind of creepy around where our studio is oh yeah it's it's not a place where you really want to hang out at night mm. and it is odd coming here at nighttime which we did this past weekend but yeah, yeah we'll talk about we'll talk that about, but, but i mean this was like morning like dead time. like nobody's around yeah Except for random, strange people. And so I just walked over there to stop. I'm like, okay, great. I'm going to wait for the bus. Well, it didn't show up at 5.30. Then I got pushed back to like 5.35. It just still didn't come. This went on repeatedly 
So it just wasn't showing up. So I'm waiting there, and you know it's really dark, and there's no, it's not very well lit at all where I was. But I'm fine. You know, I'm like, whatever, it's it's fine. And all the all of a sudden, out of like my peripheral vision on the left, so I'm standing on this street. Mm-hmm. It's all pitch black. I see like movement, and you know it's early enough in the morning, and I'm tired enough where I'm like, oh, what was that? You know, you just, like yeah, you're like, like, am I just being kind of weird right now? Like, am is I being this paranoid? just me? Yeah, yeah. might be paranoid because I'm. I'm here longer than I thought, and it's dark, and it's weird out, and I'm really tired. Maybe that was just me. But then, and this is how this went down. So I looked to my left, and then all of a sudden, out of my right peripheral vision, there's more movement. I'm like, what the fuck? Am I, like, freaking out here? Yeah. And that's when I see why I had noticed from the left to the right. Out of, out of my peripheral vision on the right emerges this, this lady in... Um, Kind of uh, some some weird, like, baggy jeans. All right. A weird little jacket. A weird little jacket. Weird little jacket. And she's kind of hunched over a little bit, and she's smoking a cigarette. And she's saying something, but she's walking very quickly. And I'm like, what the heck is going on here? You know, and immediately, I, I you know how you do your quick assessment and of, of anybody. We yeah. all do this. I'm just like, meth head. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. We got a meth head. It's easy here. to tell. Yeah, but one that's acting real weird. And I watch her, and she keeps on walking out in front of me and just slowly starts turning and then starts walking around the left of me round to behind me. And nobody likes somebody walking around like that behind no. them, no, at no, that, no, no. especially in that situation. So I'm like, uh, and I start slowly turning, and I'm turning to like watch her. I'm like, is this lady going to stab me in the back, or what's, what's she doing? Yeah. Like, what, why is she doing this? And she just keeps on walking, and she just keeps walking in circles. Around you? In circles around me. That's creepy. And I'm like, and I'm so, like, I can only imagine what the scene looked like to anybody else. Because it's me there with my backpack, and I, for the first two uh, rotations, I kept turning with her, like, looking at her. It was like we were in some weird dance, and I got drawn in by her meth dance. Wow. And she was walking in circles. Because I'm just, I was nervous she was going to, like, all of a sudden lunge in at me. Oh, yeah. You know? Like, when does the circle break? When does she make a you know jump for me? So I'm watching it, and she's talking and like muttering things, but I have no idea what she's saying. I, I was trying to figure it out. She's like, I don't know. And just kept walking. Did you ever figure out what she was saying? No. <laughs> no. She walked in circles around me for probably like, I don't know, 10 times, and then started getting a little closer to me. And at that point, that was when my fighter shrinking the circle. She was shrinking the circle. Oh, like she was no. dialing it in. Like she was getting up the nerve to do something. Is what I felt like. Although in reality, I don't even think she knew I was a person. So, so I'm like, okay, I got to get out of this. You know, this is fight or flight time. Oh yeah, I got to get out of this circle because when, whenever she gets down to me, I don't want to know what's going to happen. So I had to time it, and then I just I got out of the circle, and that yeah. threw her off a little bit. Yeah, you were so, her, like, steady base right there. I was. Yeah. And she kind of did a little, like, meandering for a few, and then she found a signpost, and then she started to walk around that. Um, so you were her first signpost. I, I was apparently a signpost to yeah. her in her mind. And she just kept the whole time talking until, uh, at one point, though, she started walking out into the road. Oh. And there was traffic at that point, and nobody could see her. And I'm like, okay, I do not want to be here while this lady gets hit by a car. No. So I'm like, hey, hey, get out of the road. And that, like, startled, startled her out of it for a second because I don't even know if she knew I was there. Snapped her out of her, like, yeah. her meth trance. And she, she, then she locked eyes with me. And then it's like, oh, no, what did I do? Oh. What have I done? I've drawn attention to myself. 
And she, she walked up and said, is it coming? Is it coming? Is it coming? Is it coming? I'm like, um, yes, the bus is coming. It's going to be, it, it'll be coming. She's like, oh, and then kept on doing her loops. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then she got on the bus with me. Oh, she did? She did. Was she, was she normal on the bus? No, not at all. Oh, because see, that always throws me no. off when someone's like crazy on the street, and then when they get on the bus, they're just like perfectly still and silent. Uh, she wasn't talking, I guess, maybe as much to herself, uh, but the bus was also full of a lot of other pe- very special people who were riding the bus that time of the day. Oh, okay. It's like, oh, you're either commuting to a job or you don't know where you're going. <laughs> You're you're on your you're on a magical adventure. You're on a magical adventure in your own world right now. Like it's a mix of both, and uh, and yeah, it was uh, it was quite the day. So that that happened, and then later on today, I was also a little late here for the show because I missed two buses because they didn't show up when they were supposed to. No. Anyway, uh, I got I didn't realize how um, divisive bus talk was on the show. Uh, somebody wrote me on Twitter. And they're really? like, well, technically, there aren't designated times for the bus stops. Oh, so boy. you, uh, so they didn't really do anything wrong. It's like, it's like TriMet number one bus fan or something. Oh boy! Yeah, that's the kind of person I was that like, you that's don't what want you as do. a fan because <laughs> no, I'm like, <laughs> that's what you do is you monitor what people write about TriMet and then stand up for them. It was just an odd. Oh boy! <laughs> it was just odd. Oh boy. Yeah. Uh, technically, Sarah, you do not know. What uh, so it wasn't late, and it doesn't not need to stop for you. <laughs> oh wow! It's like okay. Yeah. Okay. I was like, wow! I who peed in your Cheerios? I didn't, I didn't know you'd be. So oh, this. Upset. Uh, there's another person that wrote you too. Oh yeah, there's two of them. Wow, this one's just an asshole. Literally ten feet. You pulled out the trusty tape measure and checked. Also, TriMet recommends arriving here stop five minutes before. Oh Jesus! Who oh, goes out of their way for this? Yeah, yeah. It's it's uh, somebody who just decided to go after you. I'm just like, yeah, really need some more. That's the, the wow. Okay. Oh, I didn't even real. Yeah, didn't. Whatever, whatever floats your boat. All right. Um, <laughs> oh man. Okay. Anyway, I'm getting lost on that. Yeah. Got to go away from that. No, it's it's bizarre. Yeah. Well, oh. you did mention we were uh, down around this area at night, and I want to give a thanks to our friend Bozik. For inviting us to Sarah and myself uh, went down to this event yesterday. Already yesterday, it was on Saturday, and it was for oysters. Oysters. Sh- yes. Oh God, I don't think I can actually. It was an event called uh, Shuck Portland, and it was um, it's a culinary festival during oyster season, and essentially the. It's actually it was for a really good cause. Like it's it lasts all week, but in particular was the actual big thing was on Saturday night, and um, it's to benefit oyster beds, like the revival of oyster beds on the Oregon coast. Mm. Very cool, good 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 project. Here's the thing though, Sarah and myself aren't oyster eaters. <laughs> we no. don't we don't eat oysters. Um, there's something about it. I've just never gotten into the oyster thing, and. But we're st- at the same time very excited to go to this and support it. So we went down, and we definitely got out of our comfort zones because, as part of entry, you got to have three free oysters, and they had oysters, people shucking oysters from uh, oysters from like all basically down the west coast, yeah. from Alaska to Baja California, which is pretty amazing. Yeah. yeah. So there was uh, oysters represented from each one of those like twelve, fourteen places, something like that, from from the entire west coast, and. You got three that you could try free. And Sarah and I oh. ate three oysters from the shells, eating them. For me, texture's a huge issue for me. 
God. They're so gross. I, since we've never really done them, I didn't realize that when you do that off the shell, you're just supposed to swallow them. Which... It's Sarah. I didn't know. These were raw oysters. Chewed the oyster. I didn't know. Oh. It was awful. Oh. I didn't know. I, since I had never had an oyster, I didn't know what to do. Like, I've, I've never had one on a shell before. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I didn't realize that you're just supposed to swallow because it just seems so pointless. Right. Like, you just have this thing and then you just swallow it and it goes right down your throat and it tastes like seawater and then that's it. Yeah. Like, I just, I didn't, it didn't make, like, why would you not chew it? I didn't yeah. know. And I started chewing and someone's like, oh my God, don't chew it. <sighs> I was very taboo. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's more just, how did you survive that? It was so gross. I can't I don't even know. imagine. Well, because I couldn't. It was a big oyster, and I'm sorry. Like, I don't want to choke on it. Yeah. This all sounds like some weird sexual innuendos. But, I mean, seriously, right. like, because you're supposed to swallow the whole thing in one gulp. That's just <laughs> gross. Now that you said that, now it's just I know. That's all it sounds like. Uh so And then there was this one where we got to pair we tried an Alaska one. Yeah. Then we tried I don't know what the second one California Spoilers, one. They all tasted the same. They all tasted <laughs> like seawater. <laughs> With sand. They, yeah, and they were there was sand. I mean, clearly they're oysters. They are of the sea. <laughs> but yeah, there was sand, and so my mouth was full of like sand grain and seawater taste. Oh. Well the the last one was an interesting one. You're supposed to pair it you pair it with a shot of scotch. The Freud scotch. And which is a real peaty scotch. I mean, that's like scotchy scotch. Yeah. And the way it works is you, uh, you're supposed to, this sounds gross. Yeah. I don't even know. Just, okay, fine. I'll describe it. For people who love oysters, this will mean nothing to you. You sip the oyster juice, <laughs> you take a sip of the scotch, and then you shoot the oyster. Ugh. Mixing all the flavors. Then you pour the oyster into the shell or you and pour then the take scotch the, into the, or the scotch into the shell, the remaining shell, and take the shot out of the oyster shell. It was odd. It was very strange. I mean, it was very popular for a lot of people. So it was funny to the girl that was working this thing because they had like, you know, beautiful like supermodel girls who were just like, you know, the, the shut girls. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, oyster. it's very pop. Oysters are very popular for a lot of people. They are. But, I, you know, because I think she could tell that we weren't really the biggest oyster fans. I'm like, are you a fan of oysters? And I'm like, or is this just a gig? She's like, oh, no, it's it's just a gig. I hate oysters. <laughs> I'm like, oh, OK. <laughs> but the one that they gave me, they get, and she's like, all right, yeah, now pour your scotch into the oyster shell. And so I poured it. And immediately I'm covered in scotch because my oyster shell had a goddamn hole in it. <laughs> she's like, I've never seen – like, she's like, that's the first one with a hole in it. I'm like, lucky me. It's supposed to have holes in that. No. <laughs> yeah, so that was fun to be covered in oyster scotch water. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> nothing smells better than scotch and oysters. Oyster <laughs> yes. Well, I mean, I, the thing is it was a really fun event. I mean, it was really cool. I mean, it was fancy. Like, it there was were fancy. ladies wearing, like, it was fur awesome. jackets and stuff. Like – yeah, I mean, it was it was a very cool event. So, I mean, uh, Chuck Portland is great. And if you're a fan of oysters, go to their website, I would say, and, you know, take a look at some of the other Oh, yeah, the atmosphere and the ambiance and, like, that place was cool. Like, it was a really neat yeah. party. It, just, it was everything just, but the oysters for us. Everything like, but the oysters. <laughs> we're just not into the oysters. Yeah. Yeah, and I can say after those three, I will, I'm done. My oyster eating days are behind me. Yeah. I tried it three times. I did forget that I I had blocked something from my memory because I thought I had never had one. I did have one when I was like 12 when my buddy Nate's dad made me take one at um, at dinner one time. Oh, yeah. Like peer pressured me into it and uh, it made me take one. I'm like, Ugh, no. Um, 
but yeah, that's that's it. That's that's it for me. I will not. Na- yeah. I know. I know. I don't. No, even I have no need for one ever again. But that's uh, that's what kind of went on with that. All right. Um, I know we've been kind of all over the board today, but it's uh, Sarah uh, is. I'm not feeling well. Sarah's not feeling that yeah. great. So let's, let's just And the talk about that. the oysters is actually Probably not the best I know. thing I could have like, done. Oh, man. Yeah, Sarah's not feeling the best. And uh, so what we're going to do is probably wrap for the day. I do have to acknowledge for a ball talk, we were going to do ball talk, uh, but here's the deal. Worst Super Bowl halftime show ever. Worst Super Bowl halftime show ever. And on top of that... Worst game ever. God, what a boring game. Yes, I'm waiting for the comments about Tom Brady getting his sixth Super Bowl ring. La-di-da. Even people in New England have to understand that everyone else is tired of this. Like, it's so boring. I don't even care anymore. I'm I'm just, it's just boring. No. It's like, all right, give somebody else a chance Like, yay, you want to get it. we get it, you're the best. Well, it's just, it turns me off of the game. I'm just like not even into it. Well, because it's not a game that you're watching. You're just watching one dude who's... Like, I mean, well, the super... game was so boring. Even if, I mean, it'd be better if it was like 50 points to 46 or something. Yeah. 13 to 3. One touchdown in the Super Bowl. No, thank you. Yeah, that was, that was pass. And also, Maroon, I had to say that is hands down the worst halftime show I've ever seen in my life. The worst. Like, and I am, it doesn't take a lot to entertain me. Yeah. And like, that was just God and like the the slow disrobing and like each of his outfits. Why did he take his shirt off? I don't know. And I kept waiting for something to happen, and then nothing happened, and then it was over. And I'm like, that's it. Yeah. That's so you're shirtless. That guy's wearing a horribly offensive giant fur jacket. Oh, big boy was wasn't he? Oh yeah, no, Peter's all. Are they pissed off? Yeah. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. Running around there, the yeah makes sense. Um, yeah, it was just that was bad. That was bad. Yeah. Send us an email, funabundantradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Huge thank you to Black's Pest Services. Blackspestservices.com, one of the fine sponsors of Fun Employment Radio. We appreciate them greatly. If you have any kind of thing where you think maybe there could be something going on at your, your place of business or your home or wherever you live, call Black's Pest Services. Have them come out and just do an inspection. I mean, it's so worth it. Yeah. So worth it. Uh, blackspestservices.com they are great people uh, serving the Portland metro area Sarah will be I believe we're still arranging it but uh, Sarah might be going on a ride along with them here at some point Uh, but you can call them call a bug nerd as they would say it at 503-723-7957 that's blackspestservices.com Calm. Awesome. All right. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. We really do appreciate and it. Sorry about the wonkiness again today. Tomorrow yeah. we'll be back to normal, but we will be at 1230. We'll be just starting just a little bit later tomorrow because just to accommodate something. So for those of you who listen live and you're members of the Supporters Club, which we appreciate greatly, 1230 p.m. tomorrow. Let's just We're going to push it back a half hour to, to make sure. So 1230. Guaranteed at 1230. 1230. Yes. Tomorrow. All right. Thank you, everyone. We appreciate each and every one of you. Hit subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and follow us on Twitter and all that stuff. All that stuff. All that stuff. We'll be back tomorrow with more fun employment radio. Bye.